Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to Tender Loving Care with your hosts, myself, Pauline, and my darling Kate. Every week, Kate and I break down two shows from the TLC network, the name of the network that I believe for the longest time was an acronym for Tender Loving Care. And then I found out that it actually stood for the Learning Channel, and I saw the types of shows were on that channel, and my deep confusion this podcast. Each week, Kate and I will randomly select two shows to cover for the next episode by spinning the Wheel of Shame, which has all 113 shows that we will be studying. Kate, this is a very special episode. The season that started a global phenomenon. Global, global phenomenon is correct. There is That is not hyping this up. Global no. phenomenon. <laughs> um... I want to just start out by saying, listener, I'm so sorry if the audio on my end sounds a bit dodgy. Um, It's because my mic decided not to work. So I'm just using the mic from my Mac, but we'll we'll see how it goes. So bear with us. But um, Kate, I had, as you know, we said last week when we got the wheel of, got this on the wheel of shame. And obviously we were dedicating a whole, we've, we already knew we were always going to dedicate a whole episode when it comes to legend shows. We've got the 90 day, we have thousand pound sisters. We have, sister wives. <laughs> we, have, we have sister wives, RIP sister wives, because there's one wife, one sister monogamous wife. sister wife. Only child wife. <laughs> we are going to get into that. But um, yeah, so I had... When I know I had watched everything, I've watched every single episode of 90 Day Fiance that has ever existed. You said you were unsure if you'd seen the first season. Rewatching it for this show, had you seen it? 
Yes, I had seen every yeah. episode. Yeah, I was. I don't know why I thought I was like so cool. Like, oh, my whole life isn't TLC. I haven't seen this. No, I've seen it. Seriously, not gonna lie, I was a little bit disappointed when he said it, and also a little bit envious, thinking, <laughs> "Wow, Kate didn't feel the need to watch every single episode that's ever been a ninety day fiance, but you did." So I'm, I'm so happy that you are a truly garbage human person, just like I myself. Know. I'm rolling in the trash with everyone else. I I was trying to figure out because I know there are some seasons where I really haven't seen much of it. I was trying to figure out what it is. I think it might be like either season two or three that I'm really not familiar with, but then the rest I've seen. Do you have any, I, I still couldn't kind of pin this down. What season is Das and Hitler's youth in? I think they are just on before the 90 days. Right? Because it's like leading up. No. Right? Hey, this is really interesting. You said this. No. no, Right. We have to listen. We have to do some research. I know people are shouting at us right now, but no. Hang on. Because they were before. You're right. Before. Because she kept waiting to get to get proposed to in that windmill in Holland. Remember? Remember, she was up that wind windmill, which I say in a very windmill, windmill, windmill in uh, Amsterdam. And she was she thought he was going to propose. And he got down on one knee and opened, a, got down on one knee, opened a box with a ring in it and said, oh, this is just like a, 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 basically a friendship ring. I mean, it was so poor Darcy oh, what she went through. Like- but ring Kate, on a string. Ring on a string, Kate Maloney. But you are so... You're so right in this. I did not consider that because they were never engaged. So yeah. they would have been. But. Right, Kate, we need to. Sorry, listener, we do have to just pause to make sure we're getting this right. Because I always. It's just Darcy. I'm like, Darcy's 90 day fiance. Darcy, 90 day fiance. Yeah, she. Uh, I'm on her Wikipedia page because, of course, she has one. Of course. Career Silva gained popularity through her appearances on the TLC's 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days. You got it. You're right. 2017 well, through 2020. This three years. This is such a revelation. You're completely right. I'm always associated with Das with 90 Day, but unfortunately, she never had the ring. Never yes. had the ring from either from Hitler's Youth or from the London knob end guy. So. Yeah, you're right. She does. But then she did get it from, is it Flavio or Fabian or what the, whoever this no. guy is? What is his name? No, but Fabian is with her sister and she's with oh. Georgie. And unfortunately, they have they have called it quits. I mean, I I, I don't, you know, I it's, it was sad for all of us. It was sad and, and shocking for all of yeah. us. But Das is still looking for love, guys. She's looking for love while she's in Turkey, getting those veneers done, getting the tits redone, getting the nose Just job. Fine-tuning, Just... the endless fine-tuning of her beauty. We love her endlessly. Um, that means she must be back on something. I, I mean, we could go on about Das, but she's got to get back on our screen. Single life? Ding, ding, and ding. yes. Kate, her on the single life. Oh, Doss, I need you on our screens. It better okay. be her and Natalie and um, 
who was like who, the oh. family member that we were saying should be on it yeah who was it that we were, we were thinking we of? were like oh debbie was on it oh um kimbali's son jamal kimbali's son correct jamal correct yep. yes yes and tim gets thrown into the ocean we don't need him we do not need little tim anymore tiny tim well, uh, hello why have i only just come up with this tiny tim how have i not given him that nickname before um all right tim. hot topic that- I l- no i was yeah, it was hot topic tim hot to- loves his black eyeliner loves his shredded jeans he's just an icon all right so but so unfortunately guys we're not talking about dos but right. we right. are talking about the very beginning we are going way back kate and i you know there's so much content in 90 day films so we have to go season by season so we are just going season one where it all began so kate give us the epic synopsis of how this show came to be okay if you've been living under a literal mm-hmm. rock this is what the show is about long distance relationships have challenges that are sometimes <laughs> difficult to overcome But consider if the distance traveled was halfway around the world and a couple had just 90 days to decide whether the courtship should conclude with marriage. That's the situation facing the men and women profiled in this series, which shares the complexities of international romances Mm. using a visa that allows foreign fiancés of American citizens to travel to the U.S. The men and women Mm. experience life in the States with Mm. their prospective mates for the first time culture and language barriers must be overcome not to mention the stigma of being thought of as mail order spouses <laughs> but here's the elephant in the room the couples must marry before the visas expire in 90 days or else the visitors have to immediately return to their countries with the <gasps> clock ticking these couples discover if their happily ever after is meant to be Kate, it just gives it sends a tingle down my spine because to think before I can't even go back to imagine my life before 90 day like I was trying to think desperately how did I even come across it did someone tell me about it no No I, I don't know I don't know it just was it just just was that's it 90 day fiance it just was I mean I think I know certainly that I did not watch this airing in 2014 by the way 2014 the show aired um but I think I came on with Danielle and Muhammad that's what I came on yeah because I remember talking to someone about it and going you don't get what this show is it's unbelievable so I came in then whatever season that was okay yeah I I too do not really remember exactly my first Mm -hmm. time watching it but I feel as though it was sort of when it first started out, it was sort of a show that people watched in the shadows. You know, it was like a guilty pleasure. And then I think it kind of exploded with popularity because people started to be like, do you you watch that 90 day show? It's Mm. crazy. And then Mm. it just built and built. The Mm. audience just grew and grew. And now like three million people see every episode. I mean, there's so much to dive into first of all so many differences because the stark difference of season one to 
season seven they're on now? Nine. Oh, nine, probably. Probably nine. I think that's pretty correct. Going at fingers crossed. I'm waiting with bated breath. When are we getting a new one? Because Kate and I are holding out a lot of hope, guys, that they followed. Listen to us, obviously. And listen to this podcast where we said, follow the casting from 90 Day Fiancé UK. We need to go back. But this is interesting. This is like a trip. This is a whole history lesson. So it's 2014, guys, and we get six episodes. I was going to bring that up. We just, if you've been following along with us on our bonus episodes, we have been covering 90 Day Fiance Happily Ever After, and we just got to the finale episode, and it was the 17th episode of the season. 17. How many months? What is that broken down? Four, eight. We've been over four months watching this show. I mean, it is is insanity. Yep, we still do it. Uh, I mean, this is like, this, this season gave me, like, my hero, one of the most influential people in my entire life, who everyone knows is an absolute genius, Ricky Gervais. Um, This is what he does. When he did The Office, six episodes. Second season, six episodes and a bonus done because that is the way to do it. American Office was great, but it went on for so many seasons and was absolute shit at the end. See, there's elegance to minimal programming. Mm-hmm. six episodes of this one they knew what they were doing that that but the stark difference so we meet we only have four we have four couples okay yeah. we have alan and kirillium i butcher everyone's name so just ignore it brazil she's from brazil mike and aziza she's aziza is from russia russ and paula who we know very god they did well considering they, they were on the first season yeah. um She's from Colombia. And then we have Louis and Aya. And Aya is from the Philippines. Yes. That's it. We got the four couples. No guys coming in either, which was very interesting. I realized that, you know. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, straight away, the filming, everything. I realized, Kate, this was when there were people that minimal drama they um they were normal people they weren't luckily this is the glory years of when there weren't people that understood they were going to be reality tv stars yes they hadn't studied at tlc university for how mm-hmm. to be a dramatics you know tv person exactly yeah. exactly i mean the the beauty is when you can get this you get you slice this with some of what we have now and put it together because you do want drama, but you don't want you just want the drama because they're messes of human beings. Like you don't you want it to just be natural drama, right? Mm-hmm. And um you don't want it fabricated like in other seasons we've seen. But this still was a lot to work on, but it was a great foundation. This was a great yep. foundation. The the bones are good for this franchise. <laughs> the bones are good. Hey, I'm going to ask you who and where do you want to start? Okay, let's just start with Russ and Paula since we mm. we know them well. Very well. Um, 
so he's an engineer from Oklahoma and we meet her. She's an aspiring model slash trainer. I think that's sure. her goal. Sure. Uh, something loosely like that. Uh, from Columbia. She's stunning. She's one of the most mm. beautiful people mm. that's ever been on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, and their journey shows her moving in to his parents' house. Right. And they are incredibly conservative Midwesterners and sort of the culture clash that ensues. Now, I do have to bite my tongue a lot. And I don't I don't really do that. I don't really do that, as listeners will know, because if I don't, I mean, we won't have any listeners at this point because I will be raging for so long. And I've raged a lot about these parents because we have met Russ and Paula to Kate and I. They're old friends. They're old buddies. Oh, yeah. Um, because we have covered 90 day. What did we cover 90 day before? It wasn't before, maybe it was before like one season or whatever, whatever it was we've covered or happily ever after, whatever, happily ever after. Uh, we know Russ and Paula. So we've, they, they, I can't believe they did one season. They were very good. They stretched this shit out. They were on our TV screen since like up until like last year. Like they did very well with this. They did. They, she really spun the straw into gold here. Like she's, mm. they're very, they're the most active on social media out of these four couples at this mm. point. Like she's mm. very much like an influencer. She's a wrestler and she's a yeah. thing going on. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they really learn from the lectures that Kate and I give at at a price um that we will give that we are offering all of these tlc stars because we will make you this level of star of reality Mm -hmm. follow our advice and you will be able to live off cameos you will be able to live off diet shake scam promotions like we will make this happen for you merch (laughs) like we will get it all um so i have already spent a lot of nervous energy screaming about the parents so I'm not going to bore everyone with that again. But guys, I will just say, <clears throat> having said that, I will just say that <clears throat> my blood boils through my veins watching these two. They, the expression dull as dishwater doesn't even do them, it doesn't even do them justice. They are in a loveless, sexless marriage. This is Russ's parents, loveless, sexless marriage. The mother gave up on herself as soon as she had the baby. So there's no makeup. There's no hair getting done. There's, she just, it's like there's something with these women that believe the stereotypes of being a Midwestern woman that Mm -hmm. they go, they have a child and then they go, fuck it. And that's it. And they just give up and they turn into just, you know, when someone is, I re- okay. I'm gonna edit myself slightly. I'm just gonna say that that they it's like I can't see her. You know when yeah. there's a face but you can't see it because yes. it's there's nothing there. There's nothing there. And her whole and by the way, if this woman it's not about looks as superficial as I'm sounding, it's I'm talking about it because it is a depiction, it is a manifestation of what they've done to their soul living the life they've lived and believing the bullshit like the 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 father i will say because russ is a good looking guy and the father when you see him i can say he was probably very good looking when he was younger i can tell that man was very good looking and he's quite slight and slim and 
just there's no expression on either of these parents apart from hate, envy, and bitterness. Yes. Okay. It, yeah. It's I I agree with a lot of that. Like it's uh, you know, like you said, you have the kid, you turn 40, you go get your Kate plus eight haircut and you die, die inside. Check out. So it is that it's also, uh, as I've mentioned many times, I'm Midwestern. So I know people, a lot of people like this and it's, it's this like weird, it's like modesty and you don't want to be too showy yes. or, or yes. flashy because that means you're full of yourself. Absolutely. And you're not like a solid human. Like that's, that's a, that's, that's a bad thing. It's so true. There is this this very anti-sentiment of being proud of your body, taking care of yourself and looking good. They mm-hmm. see it as that mother sees it as disgusting that Paula has got her tits done, gets her hair done, wakes up every morning looking great, taking care of her body, very happy that she has curves and is gorgeous and walks around being happy in her body because the mother dying inside she's dead she gave everything up years ago so she looks at this woman that's full of life and that's essentially what it is like I said I'm not being it's not about the looks being terrible if this woman had a personality where she was like out and ready for life and wanted to live it and was happy about love and happy then it's different but she's just so fucking miserable and when you're miserable and depressed and upset you're envious of everyone that's happy and that's the that is the they are the personification the mother and the father that that father listen i have said on previous podcasts which i won't repeat because i could get sued but i would say that there that he has not had sex in a very i think they had sex once to have russ and i think there's probably some reasons for that i'm not going to go into anything else I'm just saying that he's doing stuff on the weekends. That's all I'm saying. And we're or moving on. It could it could be a My Crazy Obsessions, you know, life-size dolls in the basement. I would say that's a possibility, <laughs> but there is some shit going on with Russ's oh, dad. I will okay. tell you right now, there's some shit going on with him. So um, there's this yeah. scene, there's this infamous scene where she just got there and she comes down for breakfast and she's wearing like, not even that Mm-mm. bad of a pajama set. It's, it's a pajama- like shorts, shorts and a tank top. That's it. And they're horrified. Oh, the family horrified. is horrified. They are like frozen and just looking at her like, what are you doing? And Russ is like, uh, maybe you should go put on a robe or something for breakfast. And the mom goes, yeah, I think that's a good idea or something. And I'm like, what? Shut what up. could you be so offended by the human but it's can you i i just don't understand how you can be so angry at beauty like look at me and becky becky from 90 deck like i'm obsessed with becky and, and this is the becky who's the sister of libby and sister-in-law of andre she's so beautiful that all mm-hmm. i want to do is stare at her all day, every day. And yes. I want to talk about her all day, every day. 
And if Pal was around, I would constantly want to be around her because she's fun, she's vivacious, and she's just beautiful. And she's a great personality to match with. Mm-hmm. And so she walks downstairs looking hot. You'd go, oh, my God, you look so hot. Or you just look great. But it's anger. It's like anger from the mother. It's it, it's viewed as like a threat to their values. Absolutely. Basically. Absolutely. And everything Absolutely. they stand for and have built their whole lives on. And they see someone coming out who's not ashamed wah, of their body. Wah. Exactly. And it blows their mind. Blows so mind. Yeah. Um, she meets his boring friends at brunch. Oh. Brunch scene. I was like, who oh. the hell are these boring oh, fucking wet awful. towel friends? boring oh god they're having mimosas and she's like she's trying to have conversations she doesn't know these people and she's like oh like do you guys like tequila you know and they're all they just stare at her dead face it's just you know and she's great english second language great english none of them can speak spanish none of them could do whatever and she's there and she's just so engaged with them and has a great uh, conversation and his great social skills and they are all just like <laughs> it's it's they wanted her to feel small because they're intimidated mm-hmm. by her that's the bottom line they're yep. intimidated by her so there's that and then she goes to a um college football game have you experienced mm-hmm. this Polly? So let's talk about this I okay. <laughs> I as I have gone on about I am World Cup was amazing for me. I'm a football fan. And when I say football, I mean, as Americans, you call it soccer. But England, England, England. Uh, my team back home is Everton. Like, it, it, it's, I love football. Love, love, love. So World Cup was on. Amazing. Um, American football. Listen, I love the idea of, like, people in a room, like, in a bus, whether you're, whatever, people that are excited about watching a match, getting into a match, getting into a game. I love it. I really do tried america what's more american baseball i go when i first got here i went to like three games dodgers sorry lenny what i'm about to say i've never been so bored in my entire existence and i tried i tried to find out the rules i thought let's get into this come on this is fun this is you've seen this in american movies growing up get into it couldn't do it's just never ever worked for me so i thought okay that's not gonna work we'll do football american football been around massive supporters, Hawkeyes, and sat, watched it. They've told me some rules. Okay, so I understand what's going on here. Okay, yep. Um, and I love it. Like, it's always, you know, full, cozy weather, Super Bowl's massive. Like, you're all beautiful. And I'm like, great, great. I still cannot get into American football. And I have desperately tried so what's awful is that oh they'll invite me to go and see a football game in a pub or in someone's house I end up just getting wasted because I can't I I don't like it I'm bored I'd rather sit and read a book but I'm like uh no so you just so I drink and then I just end up wasted and it's a completely ruined day and I'm like I don't know why I keep trying to watch this game it nothing comes of it for me nothing that's my approach to um so I went to a really big uh public university that had a huge football program and I was really excited about the football season this year because it meant we could go to these um tailgates and party our asses off 
so tailgate so to just answer that question yes yeah, sorry to interrupt i have not been to a tailgate i will let you know i've not been to a tailgate i understand what they kind of are and i think they sound really fun but unfortunately i know i just end up blackout drunk because i couldn't get into anything so what what are the tailgates kate okay so at the university i went to it was a huge party school like it was on it was number one on playboys like party school list when i was really there. yes <laughs> really <laughs> and so <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah. And so um, you go down by where the stadium is. Okay. And there are just people that have set up tents um, okay. and there's they're grilling food. They're making food. There's kegs. Um, right. There's hot toddies. Great. There's all kinds of drinks. And then like you have the section of grownups you know, that are like alumni and it's like a mm. nice setup, you know, they're still getting wasted, but okay. and then you go down to like frat row and they, <gasps> the, if you're a girl, they'll just let you in. Cause they, the Greek system, it's like very exclusive, you know, but okay. they would always just let girls in, even if you weren't Greek uh. and, and, or in a sorority or whatever. So, um, I would go to like the frat tailgate, <gasps> which were just like massive, Wow. Like, like your birthday that one time, how we played yes. those games. It's yes. that. It's like beer pong, <laughs> flip cup. Love it. Love People it. are doing Love keg it. stands. Love it. So Love I it. was happy for her that she got to go experience. Like, I think everyone should experience it because it is really fun I if you like to. to party like that. Like, I want once to. Do in a while. Anyway, so she goes to that and she's again just trying to fit in and kind of feeling awkward. So, because everyone's being a stick in the mud. She just. She makes so much effort. And that's something that, trust me, I know once again, coming as an, I came as an immigrant over here. I know what it's like coming into a culture. And you may think, oh, you're English. You speak the same language. It's not that big of a difference. It's a big difference coming to America from England, as anywhere would be. And there was a lot to get used to. And when you go to these very American things, you're really trying hard to be a part of everything. And it's not easy when you don't understand any of it. And you try really, really hard and and people, if people knock you back, it hurts even more because you're like, I'm trying to understand what's going on here. Like, give me a second. But yeah. so I, it was very, it's very hard to see her. She tries on all fronts. Oklahoma's just, it's so funny when we recorded whatever episode it was the other day. I was like, who's from Oklahoma? But um, Russ is from Oklahoma. What is Oklahoma? What is it? Like, um, so we see that and then she's like had enough of the parents and she's like we need to get our own apartment and this was brilliant so they go and get look at this apartment and i think it was maybe one or two bedrooms look around it he goes and then they go what's the price one thousand one hundred dollars i understand this was 2014 but one thousand one hundred dollars and a 350 dollar deposit you cannot buy half you could not rent half of a garage in los angeles for that every month it was just like what yeah and here's where i want to i want to say something about what doesn't seem sincere in this russ works as an engineer on an oil rig hey that is big money i'm not talking a hundred thousand dollars a year 
I'm talking like 250, like, and they work, they go out for like three months, then come back. He's earning a massive amount of money. So this never drives, I never understand this. He goes, well, that's a little bit out of my budget. He's living at home with his parents, which I understand because he travels all the time, but he is earning bank, bank. I I think that he was raised conservatively with money too. I think he was raised to be a penny pincher, put it away for a rainy day. Um, I think he has, he has like a Roth IRA, you know, and eventually remember before in later seasons that we see them on, he does buy a house. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think mm. it's there, but he doesn't want to spend it. I think you're so right. He probably has like half a million in a savings or an IRA. And he's just like, well, I don't have that much money. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. So they move in there. She's happy. And then um, what else goes on with them? Then we go to the wedding dress shopping because they're going to get married. And he, she goes with his cousin. Oh, the scene. And she goes in. She's a wedding dress she likes. And it's like a corset. And some of the corset is like sheer. And the cousin, you would have thought someone had just like shot up in front of her. She's like, oh, whoa. I mean, you you can't wear that. Like that is so, the no, whoa. No. I was just like, what? What? And of course she puts it on and looks fantastic. Hourglass, tits, hip. Like she just looks unbelievable and the cousin's like there's no way you can wear that there's no that is so revealing that you'd think she came out with like tassels on her tits I mean it was ridiculous she would not have approved of Sheena's uh two-piece tube top dress wedding R.I.P. R.I.P. to Mike Shea wherever you are R.I.P. I mean hope not R.I.P. No. <laughs> it's a, tr- a massive drug problem Oh um, God. Anyways, back from the anyways, darkness to other darkness. Yes. Um, so <laughs> yeah, the, the dress, and then uh we have the bachelorette party. She goes out and drinks and has a good time, and mm-hmm. he's all worried at home. And then um that's kind of it. They get married. What else happens? Well, what happens when they get married? We did see the ice just melt a slight bit with the parents the the mother goes at the end she's like well i I did see that they're in love hallelujah thank you so much bitch yeah i guess you know when i saw russ say's vows they are in love and spoiler alert guys it's a complete disaster with those parents ever since they've just been awful to the both of them and and russ russ is to me, my experience with Midwestern guys of like that it wants to go out and explore the world, but not too much. Still has that tie of that being brought up by that family of what you should do, what you shouldn't do, how you should speak to your parents and how you should behave and how you should do all that, mm-hmm. which is all just archaic and, and really damaging and full of manipulation. Mm-hmm. And yet he meets someone that is from a foreign country. Not that I'm speaking from any personal experience, okay? Um, <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay, this is great. This is something I want to see. And this is, I want something exotic and different and different to the world I was brought up in. But still, the parents have so much influence. Yes, he he always has that voice inside him that's like, well, but you shouldn't. You know, yeah. you can't fully 
express himself in the way he wants in his life. Yeah. I think since this aired, he has, from what we can tell, loosened up quite a bit. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, she's just the freest of spirits. She's I love Pow. I think she's I know. a ray of sunshine. So she's great. So and yeah, well, we'll go on to I have a little article I would like to read later about how all of these people ended up. So we'll pause okay. on that. But they got married. That was the end of it. What I love in this, Kate, is that at the very last episode in season six, episode six, they do what they never do now is they do like kind of housewives of do, 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 do. like they pause in a photo of them and then give like Russ and Powell are now living their life and da, 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 da. And I'm like, oh, they give us updates. Now we don't have time for that in 90 days. They are like, wait for the tell all. It's like, boom, 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 yeah, boom. You know, we tell all. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, okay. So who's next? Okay. Let's do Alan and Kirli. Curium. Interesting. Curium is from Brazil, another gorgeous woman, uh, mm-hmm. only 21. Mm-hmm. She's 21. And how mm-hmm. young, do you know about them meeting? I read online that uh, they met, they first met when he was on his Mormon mission yeah. in Brazil, and yeah. she was 12 and he was 20. All right, let's hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I need to put my glass of wine down for a second. Um, this that doesn't make any. Okay, okay, okay. Hang on, let me figure this out because Kate. Not that I would ever doubt your your research right. and sources because you go to Radar Online, ScreenRant dot com. Like you go to those levels of journalism. But the thing is, he. You're right because he's a Mormon. Uh-huh. member of church of latter-day saints he did his mission which they do usually do around 1819 so if you're saying 20 i would believe that mm-hmm. he went to brazil and he said he he was um going door to door as they do and he she opened the door and that's when they met and he said it was like seeing an angel mm-hmm like Angel Moroni. See, I know, I know, I know about the Mormon faith. Um, and then they meet now and she's, tw- if that was true then, if my maths, so if you're saying she was 12, that's eight, nine, they, so they've known each other for nine years. That can't be right. Yeah, it says, um, well, because he's, yeah, he's 29 now, she's 21. And so he went there on his mission trip when he was, like early 20s so she was a child when they first when he first encountered her what but apparently they like you know didn't romantically start seeing each other until hang on hang on my mind my mind is absolutely blown right now how was this never I'm so glad you do the work. I'm so glad you do the work. This doesn't, what do you mean? Because he says in this, he's like, she opened the door and it was like seeing an angel and she was 12. Yeah. She was like, mom, dad, there's a man at the door. Staring at me very oddly. What? Hey, I am. What's strange about this is, I mean, I didn't watch every single episode second by second, but I would, it would have. I would it would have stood out if he had said we've known each other. Maybe they cut that out deliberately. If he'd said we've known each other or I met her nine years ago, because that's a substantial amount of time. I don't remember any of 
the the years being mentioned and I wonder if that was completely deliberate because he's nearly 30 so yeah, and she's that's 21 not when they go on their mission trip it's right? usually not it's usually not no they usually it's 19 19 20 so that adds up what but in it he never maybe that is so deliberate maybe tlc will like do not mention how many years that was i mean I, we know tlc we know tlc we know tlc i think you have hit on something here I think they deliberate because they always say stuff like that when they're talking the very first episode. It's like, well, I met her, you know, when I was on my mission nine years ago, they'd say something, but he didn't say that. He just goes, I met her when I was on my mission. And he didn't, he never said we've been speaking for nine years, but you, I'm having, I don't know. I'm having a problem with this because so it's been nearly a decade. They've known it. I, Screen Rant has a whole article about it I just found. <gasps> well, if it's Screen Rant, I believe it. Whatever ScreenRant.com says, I believe Relationship it. Relationship timeline, it says, for the for these two. Okay. So let me get to the good stuff here. Okay. The couple first met when Kirlium was 11 and Alan was 20. <gasps> Alan went to Brazil on a missionary trip and became friends with her family After he returned home, it was eight years before he spoke with her again. They happened to meet when Alan returned to Brazil to attend a friend's wedding. After returning to Brazil, he met 19-year-old Kirlium. He was 26. They reconnected and fell for each other. They got engaged when she was 20. So there's that. So there's that. Um, TLC, we know what you did. We know deliberately kept all of that shit out tlc it's what kate you just blew my mind it's a little less shocking when you say they didn't speak for many years and then they reconnected but he but then i can't get this line out of my head he said when i first met her she opened the door and it was like seeing an angel that's what he said about an 11 year old when he was 20 yeah yeah that's gross. guys we have we have really got into something on this episode we've really got into something okay so uh that's alan and kirillim um that's how they met Woof. and then this is interesting i've written this down he says we've only ever been together in person for two weeks mm-hmm. okay and um, so he was going to brazil to get her and they haven't obviously consummated because they are both members of the Mormon faith, so they don't believe in premarital sex. Mm -hmm. So then she comes back to wherever he lives. LA. Yeah, it was LA actually, yeah. And this was brilliant. I I remembered this scene when it came up. I was like, oh shit, yeah. So it's the first night and then there's like a knock at the door and it's this to use Kelly Dodd's word, a dweeb guy that comes. I don't know why I had to use that word. (laughs) That word is just so powerful sometimes comes up and he's like uh, hi, uh, hi. i'm here to be your um um what's it called a chaperone, uh, chaperone. so alan explains you know obviously we're sleeping she's gonna take my bed i'm gonna be sleeping in the living room and this fucking dude is sleeping <laughs> on an air mattress next to me to make sure that basically I don't, we don't go and bang in the middle of the night 
And it's just a scene of this guy with filthy white socks on. That's all I could that's all I could focus on. Lying on an air mattress, his feet are up, and the bottom of his white socks are filthy. And Alan's on a sofa and he's like, oh, you're going to sleep first. No, you're going to sleep first. No, ha ha ha. I <laughs> I I don't I I don't want to tell you what I would do to just I I I it's too much for me, Kate. It's too much. And what also kind of skewed me out is he talks, Alan talks a lot about, and we don't know how much the producers were like goading him to talk about this, sure. but he talks a lot about like the sex and how he, towards the end of the season, he's like, when they do get married, he says something along the lines of, um, I've so been neither- waiting for this since she was 11. No, I can't. <laughs> It's like he said something like it's been really difficult to hold off on having sex, but he's also acting like he's really nervous. And I'm like, no, this guy is like really horned up and he's going to be into something dark. Look, Mm -hmm. I I know that Kate and I love to discuss everyone's sex lives. I (laughs) love it. Um, But we always just cast aspersions on everyone and their sex lives. But he is someone that would have sex for the first time. And remember, he's like nearly 30 and it's like a teenage boy. So once a teenage boy has sex for the first time, he's having sex every or thinking about sex every single minute for the rest of his life. Yeah. (laughs) And this guy is just starting at 30. So he's had that pent up. I can't. That poor girl's vagina is going to be destroyed. (laughs) cervix just just ruined ruined ruined. um anyway yet, not yet she's becoming a model um a very different thing for us to see on tlc very odd someone becoming a model at the age of 21 rather than 30 39 yeah yeah (laughs) um so she this is so funny to me she goes to get her hair done and who is this hairdresser? This hairdresser's like, oh, for God's sake. you know, you're really beautiful. Mm. I bet you could definitely be a model. In fact, let me call my friend and you can do a shoot. It's like, okay. You know, you know, it was the best said the best that you, the, the word you missed out on that, which made it all even sweeter. You know what? She says, she says to her, you know what? I think you could become a model really easily. Um, yeah. Because yeah. we know that acting, music, entertainment industry modeling, dead easy. Like dead oh, yeah. easy to get into. Yeah. That was beautiful for me. I think you could be a model easily. A couple photo shoots before you know it, you're a victim. And you're Gigi. Yeah, you're yeah. Gigi. Yeah. Oh, God. It's... So she does this photo shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it was cute. Like, she she doesn't come from a lot of means and all of a sudden she's like whisked away to Los Angeles and um they do the whole Hollywood thing and she's so excited to see Johnny Depp's star on the Walk of Fame. Yeah, yeah. And then now she's having this her hair and makeup done and there's like a photographer and all these people there and stuff. So she's having this fun time and he's not having fun while she's there. He calls uh-uh. her. He calls her when he knows she's working and doing it and then he shows up and just kind of inserts himself into the whole thing and he makes her feel bad for not answering his phone call 
Oh. And then he's like, I don't know about all these men in the room. And it's like these guys who could not care less. She's like doing commercial shoot. She's like holding yeah. a soccer ball. And then she's like pretending to look Stop. at the stars with a telescope. I caught that was brilliant. She was f- looking through a telescope. I was like, this is like, I've heard of like Sears <laughs> in the, like the nineties families used to go and get photos taken at Sears in the mall. And it was yeah. like that. That's my point of reference. Like just, yeah. it was brilliant. And he, oh, he just plays exactly what we thought he'd play. He's super insecure and he knows that, you know, she's a stunner and she could, she's young, she's beautiful. She's getting into modeling. And to him that says, oh, Oh. she's going to dump my ass. And so he almost immediately after that photo shoot and everything, he's like, you know what? We shouldn't wait. Let's just get married right now. Let's get married now. Let's get, why, why should we wait? Like, let's lock it down. Let's lock it down. And so they, they do, they get married before the 90 days are close to up and then they go to Hawaii on their honeymoon and they have a lot of sex. So that was them. Um, then we see in the little, what happens at the end is that she's getting her college credits and he's, I don't know, doing something. Um, next couple. I want to go to, let's do Mike and Aziza. Mm, Okay. Very interesting. This is Ohio. Mike's from Ohio. And, uh Aziza's from Russia. Now, Kate, what I have been to quite a few states in this country. Quite a few. Mm-hmm. Haven't been to Ohio. That's okay. Everything I have heard about Ohio came true in this episode. Now I okay. So we've got Mike is met her, met Aziza because he was online learning Russian unclear why he was learning Russian yeah um and she he was matched with her to learn the language or whatever they fell in love he went over to go and see her she's also what 21 or something so she's 21 and he's 31 oh <gasps> yeah he was 31 yeah he's uh 10 years older than her he's like this nerdy tech support guy and they they're the thing that was shocking about them is they had only spent six days in person together by the time she comes over and everyone's really everyone in his life is really suspicious of her because she tried to get a work visa and got denied and then they decided to do the k1 so everyone thinks that she's using him the comfort the conversations between the mother, the father, all of these morons that are just telling him the father goes to him at one point. We're going ahead a little bit, but the father goes to him at one point. Well, aren't you suspicious that she speaks better English than me? And I was like, you're a fucking moron. The cat can speak better English than you. No, she's an educated woman that wants to pursue goals and be able to speak multiple languages. That's why she speaks free. Like it was yeah. just pure ignorance pure hatred pure bigotry it was so gross these people she got treated horribly by his friends and family she did and so young and so young she's a tiny little thing you see her walking and she's tiny she's 
got a lot going on. She's got some, yeah. she's got some eating issues going on. Um, I she, think so. She mentions food a lot. She, yeah. Well, she won't eat on camera. She won't eat in front of everyone, which his mom gets super offended by. She's like, well, you have someone over and you cook them dinner and they don't even touch it. What am I supposed to think about that? And it's, um, it's like, okay, she clearly has like, you know, something she's eating on. issues yeah. yeah and she's very thin not like naturally thin like very 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 thin yeah um and mike and that mother constantly have a have a smoke on there is a point where it's the batch that are at party oh, and it's honestly one of the most depressing scenes i've ever seen in 90 day fiance and that's saying a lot seriously she goes out with the mother and I think, I don't know whether it was a cousin's sister, who else she was going to friends or whatever, all these women that she has nothing in common with, doesn't know them. They put her in a veil, take her to a pub in Ohio. The mother gets wasted. I'm sure on Long Island iced teas. Like we know <laughs> that's what she was drinking. Absolutely. Gets wasted on Long Island iced teas. And you just see this scene of the mother, like this cigarette in her hand at the bar going, so do you really love him? And it's just genius because it's so miserable and so awful. And this girl cries down. And they're like, ah, oh, she's crying because she loves him so much. And I'm like, no, she's crying because she's having the worst night of her entire life and questioning everything in her life right now. Oh, she's like, well, I'm glad you're crying because it means you feel something. <gasps> because like- Aziza, it's very hard for her as well because she she's... I think she's a very reserved woman. I think there is a lot going on underneath, as we said. There's eating issues. There's a lot of other stuff going on underneath. Yeah. And she's speaking a second language. Yeah. So they don't, of course, they don't understand anything because of speaking another language. So how things can be misconceived, but misperceived. But the way she says things is can come across. He's like, oh, it comes across very, very cold. But it's just because she's not like an outgoing personality like no. Pow. So she's no. just reserved and she's quiet. And when she speaks, she's speaking in this other language and she's just saying things. They said something like, you excited to get your wedding dress? And she's like, of course. Which you may think, oh God, she's being a bit, oh, she's upset or she's miserable. But it, it's her nature plus the language. When I need to talk about her getting the wedding dress, Okay, yeah. There was a shining star in this this episode. They go to the, when I thought I thought I couldn't get better than the mother. They go to this bridal shop, and this woman that greets her, all I could think about was that woman in Beetlejuice when Beetlejuice goes in to, when he's when they're being when Beetlejuice is waiting in the um the room right in the afterlife mm-hmm. and there's that man that's smoking a cigarette that's completely fried mm-hmm. mixed with the guide there that the couple that's who she was she had the voice of Red each night and she's like oh he's the bride and it, the voice was just horse Red and cheap box wine every night and i loved her oh loved yeah her. We he love was a character brilliant. like that. Yeah. Love, love a side character. Uh, so she then she gets a dress and she's upset. Her parents can't come and they get married. Anything else? <laughs> no, I mean, they've had a baby. Are we going over where they are now later? Okay. Yes. I'm going to okay. do that later. Yeah. I have an article I want to read. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't crack a single smile. I don't think the oh, whole season. Not a it's single just... smile. I know. 
seems really miserable. I know. That, it was challenging. We have yeah. one left. Why don't okay. you take us into this one, Kate? Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited to talk about some of these people with you. So we have Lewis and uh, Aya. Aya. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, they're close in age. He's 33. She's 30. Mm-hmm. He's a divorced dad of two. He met her on a dating site. She's from the Philippines and she actually wanted, she would have preferred that he moved there, but because mm. he has his young children, he couldn't. Um, so she comes there. Um, so she gets over here and one of the first things that they have to um, navigate is that his parent, his sons, his children's mother really wants to approve of who's around her kids, which is totally understandable. She's Absolutely. like, who is this person? Absolutely. Um, so she's very opinionated. She, mm. they, they go to meet this woman and her husband. She's got like a rockabilly style with these like very thin eyebrows. Mm. Chall- challengingly thin. Yeah. And she has a Wonder Woman tattoo i just want to leave that there because you know how i am i love tattoos but i will shit on bad tattoos all day long and she is a wonder woman tattoo carry on yep carry on so she's got her opinions she wants to know if it's the real deal um birth control oh that's the thing okay i'm like i'm missing something big so she basically pushes her opinion that Aya needs to be on birth control. And uh-huh. obviously they're really offended by that because that's none of the ex-wife's business. Yep. Yeah. I do think that at that point it would be a responsible decision because they have no money. I mean, that's the other plot line. They have no money because he's not working, right? Uh he well, might he- be no, he's he's I think he has a job, but he doesn't oh. make too much because he's like, Got oh, it. like we can go get the wedding dress when I get paid in a couple of weeks. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So and she can't work, obviously, because the visa stuff. So yeah. she they're just broke and they're trying to plan this wedding and they're like, I'm sorry, we don't have any money. And then there's a line which I'm like, do we understand? Do you understand really what's going on, Louis? Because she wants this dress and he goes, I can't afford it, can't afford it. Then he goes to the camera. Well, in the end, I decided I wanted her to be happy. So you know what? I got the dress, but I put it on my debit card. But (laughs) your your debit card, (laughs) your debit card is your bank card, which means it's automatically debited from your account. It's not a credit card, Louis. I don't know if you knew what happened in that transaction, Louie, but... He he definitely overdrew that month and got some <laughs> fees. There's some fees going on. Yeah. There's something going on. Um, So there's also the boys. And mm. so she meets these boys and she's very, like, over the top. And the wife's like, oh, she's very over the top, hugging them, whatever. She was trying with them. Yeah. Um, and the boys are just young, very rambunctious boys Mm -hmm. and she deals with all of that then there's this whole scene about her crying because her mum says she's fat or something what was that no 
I yeah, the, the mother were they talking she goes, about the wedding dress or something. They were talking about the wedding dress, and she goes, and I said to my mom, "Don't worry, I'll lose weight." And she goes, "Well, you you're already fat. You need to lose weight." And she's saying to Louis, she's going, but you know, she's crying because she's so upset the conversation, and he doesn't get it at all. And he's like, "Look, I don't care what size you are." That's not what she wants to hear. She goes, I've put on weight since I've been here. Like they all do when they come to America. They all put on weight because of the food here. And um, so she's going, well, I'm bigger than I've ever been. And he goes, well, don't listen to your mom and don't listen to your friends. I've never weighed over 80 pounds. Like that's just how they're built. But, you know, I think you're beautiful. And she's like sat there sobbing like, I hate it. I just want to lose weight. I'm eating shit. Well, he's like cooking bacon or something on the stove. It's just like, oh, it was rough. It was rough. Yeah. Yeah. There's some adjusting that had to be Mm. done. Um. Anything they got and they got married, and that was it, right? Yep, they got married. Okay, so guys, those are all of the couples. I want to refer to some in depth research I did. Okay. Now, my in depth research, aka one Google, led me to Sorry, I didn't know not what was going on. Someone's lighting fireworks outside my house, and I had no idea what that was. Oh, why are there fireworks going off in December? And they're literally like on my street. Anyway, sorry about that, guys. Um, okay, back to back to this. I, from my one Google search about mm-hmm. what happened to them all, I was led to a site that I think rivals. Um, Rivals New York Times, rivals The Guardian, sure. TVInsider.com. Now, I will. Here we go. Here's the good stuff. Here is the good stuff. So we find out what happened to everyone. Russ and Paola, we knew. They carried on the show for ages. They did. uh, They moved from Oklahoma to Miami and they had a baby named Axel. And that's what they're doing. And Kate, as you said, she's now doing like wrestling stuff and social media, blah, blah, blah. But they're still together. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she's got a ton of shit tattoos. Okay. Alan and Curium, they are still together. And they have a child called Liam. And during the during the pandemic. Um, they were physically separated, but not just due to the coronavirus, but they are still married and they have a child still together. Mike and Aziza, still together mm-hmm. and have a baby girl named Olivia. Louis and Aya, still together. Um and we're expecting a baby in 2018. So all of these couples are still together. Yeah. Shocking. Louis and, and I what... have two kids now, I saw. Crazy. What I want to go to, which was more interesting to me than finding out what happened to them, <laughs> is the comment section. Oh, yes. On tvinsider.com and you know I love a comment section oh my now, gosh I want to put I want to I want to ask people where are you in life when you're not only reading this article 
and doing a podcast about it, such as I am. But you're also thinking, you know what? I want to comment on this article. <laughs> so I, I don't know what's going on with you in your life, but we have uh, Jules Hines, 67, that felt the need to write under this article on TVinsider.com. I agree 100%. I'm just going back and re-watching old episodes and I prefer them to the new stuff, dot, dot, dot. The difference is unreal. Real love versus fake BS. I don't disagree She's with you. Wrong. She's not wrong. Yeah. Then we have a, a lady named Mary Ann McLaughlin and she writes, I remember the days when 90 Day Fiancé had normal people on it, people that you could like and root for. Now it's loaded with drama queens and criminals. <laughs> Again, not, not wrong. wrong. <laughs> and then LDR dude decided to respond to Marianne McLaughlin and say, I totally agree. The new people are super fake and cringe. I'm watching the first season over again and I forgot how much more innocent these real people are. End of the comment section. I just wanted to give a shout out to those people because I love that you took time out of your day to write how you felt about the first season, 90 Day Fiancé, on TVinsider.com. Thank you so much for your service. They would love our podcast, I bet. I should seriously start hitting up all of these comment (laughs) sections. We should start commenting. You know, (laughs) I heard on Tender Loving Care podcast. I mean, listen, Kate and I don't have any self-respect when it comes to plugging this potty. We, well, dude, there was an article I tagged Kate on from the, well, I think it was the, the Cut or the New Yorker that yeah. was like the top 10 podcasts. And I tagged Kate from my personal account on Instagram and said, oh boy, I can't believe tend to love it. I know this list, and you fucking wrote back, man. Ten to love again podcast is so good. (laughs) We have no shame. We have no shame trying to promote ourselves, guys. Whatever you want to do, we'll do it. I mean, it. We just want to get more people into this podcast. Hey, and I want to get those cameo we want to be at the level where we can charge 15 bucks for a cameo yeah take that money and go to new york walk around all the sites the real housewives go to the regency report back like that's that's what kate and i want to do we want cameo money i will plug anything on my instagram anything Mm -hmm. you want me to plug we will plug like we'll do it We'll advertise telescopes, anything, Mormon missions. I mean, I will do an ad for the Mormon church. I have no qualms at all. Just pay me. That's where we're at in life. It's it's really where we're at. If if you get people to listen to this podcast and we get to the point of popularity where we can have cameo, you're really just investing in more quality content for yourself. Because we can go to BravoCon. We can, you know, travel to interview Dars, you know, if we have to, whatever we need to do. We will deliver. We will deliver for you guys. So spread the word. All right. (laughs) Having said all of that, we're now going to take, we're going to mosey on over to the wheel of shame. 
Guys, we are at the Wheel of Shame. And listen, I have a feeling, Kate, and I'm going to check here. Yeah, Sister Wives is still on here. Now, guys, if you haven't listened to a couple of our other shows, I've been going to Kate about how she has to get back into Sister Wives because this Cody's left with one wife. One wife. Everyone else is left. This season has been unbelievable. And I have been going back and watching old Sister Wives because Kate and I have done this now twice. and We've done eight seasons, um, I believe. And um, when I, by the way, I was looking at our statistics for our poddy viewership, listenership, and the most popular episode we've ever done is Sister Wives. Do you know that? I think I did see that. Yeah. Yeah. It was the biggest downloads. So, Kate, I'm just going to say I want Sister Wives this week because I'm in it. And also Alaskan women looking for love. What would you like? Okay. I had to turn on my TV because I saw a show getting advertised on Discovery Plus app. Okay. And I'm trying to remember what it was called. Because we're always looking to add, guys, if you have any, like, because now all of these are on Discovery Plus. So there's Discovery Plus shows that we would probably, what we want to add. We have, I mean, right now in the Wheel of Shame, we've got, oh God, we have the family Chantel. I don't want to get that. I do not want to get that. Oh God. I know. And we have my 600 pound life, which we have never watched. And we have had a, we got a DM from one of our amazing listeners who gave us recommendations of episodes they want to see on my 600 pound life. To sh- so shout out to you, listener. Thank you so much for messaging us. Um, remember, you can always message us on our Instagram at Tinder Loving Care Podcast. Um, it's called like, I can't find it now. Actually, okay. A really disturbing show came up instead. Great. Advertising oh. um, called Deadliest Mums and Dads. <gasps> oh, I'd watch that. I know um, you would. But yeah. the one I want, it's called, it's called something like, um, I don't know my spouse. And it's like <gasps> people that are married find out deep, dark secrets about their spouse. And I was like, this is good. Hey, okay. You need to find that for next week. We'll add it to the wheel of shame. Okay. Okay. All right. What would you like to pull this week, Kate? What would you like us to get from the Wheel of Shame? Ask the I, Wheel of Shame gods. Uh, I wouldn't mind Sister Wives. I, I'm mm-hmm. ready to dive back into that world, I think. Because when we do dive back into it, we're going into catfish. Yep. We're going into when Mary had a catfish, which I've been rewatching, which is gold. <laughs> All right. I, I do this. In, how I find hours in the day to watch all of this shit is a miracle and there's still more still more all right we're gonna spin this three two one spin now remember we had psychic abilities last week so we've mentioned alaskan women looking for hang on it's coming up it's coming up uh okay oh i'm gonna kate you might need to check this one i'm just gonna say okay on this one okay outrageous 911 I'm saying okay because I'm hoping there might be some reenactments. And if it's medical reenactments, fantastic. Outrageous 911. So I presume we're going to get reenactments of 911 phone calls and it will be like, um, I, I'm impaled on a fence and stuff like that. That's what I'm thinking it will be. Yeah. Uh, locked inside my car. Um there is it are, there? Yeah, it's it's on Discovery Plus. Okay. Uh, we have, oh, maybe just 
one episode that's nice okay oh that is that gives Kate and I a bit of a break because we go through it on this so if we could do okay so the first show for next week is outrageous 911 all right let's go come on maybe we're gonna get a biggie maybe we're gonna get my 600 pound life let's spin this three two one come on let's do sister wives all right spinning spinning come on give us something there's love at first swipe as well I can't see Oh God! Please don't be All family right. Chantal. <laughs> it's not family Chantal. It's not what I've mentioned. It's what I'm aware of, and I know I already hate it. So we're going in good. My big, fat, fabulous life. Do you know this woman? Because I do. I'm aware of the show. I have yes. not watched it. Neither have I. I think there's a billion seasons on that as well. So I know this one season where there's drama with a boyfriend, which might actually be really good to watch, but it's about her just being morbidly obese, but like being happy about being morbidly obese. I believe, I believe. Yep. 10 seasons. Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay. How many, well, we're not, we we always put on our Instagram guys, go to tender love and care podcast. We'll tell you which seasons we're watching. The outrageous 911. It's just one episode. Dead easy. This one, Kate and I will have to have a little convo about which ones we're going to do, but it's my big, fat, fabulous life. Ten seasons. How has she got ten seasons? How? I don't know. Uh, We're going to have to figure out, like, the most exciting episodes to watch and just watch a few because this seems like it would be really monotonous. It is. It's all about, oh, she's so quirky. She's off to go and do a dance lesson. Like, that's what it's going to be. Like, a lot of that. And they just put her in spandex and she just talks about how happy she is to be overweight. So, I mean, I, I, you know, I can only yeah. So, listeners, we're not doing 10 seasons, but that's it. You have your two shows for next week. We're doing... Um, outrageous 911 there's only one episode dead easy and then go to our instagram tender love and care podcast we will put up the seasons or the shows that we're going to watch for my big fat fabulous life um kate this has been a joy i mean i like it when we dedicate one show to an epic show on tlc it's it's a it's a big time for us it's a big time it's nice to just sink into it like mm. a cozy couch that you've had for years. <laughs> mm. It's so, so dreamy. Guys, thank you so, so much for listening. Now, we are um, we are going to just give you a little rundown on our new schedule because we've had to switch some things up a little bit. So, you know, obviously, this is going to stay the same. The shows that we talk about that we pull from the Wheel of Shame um, we always have our Wednesday show. This is coming out to you on Wednesday. That's going to stay the same. But remember, Kate and I go the extra mile. We have two extra shows. We also have one of those is our Patreon. Now that's $5 a month, $5, nothing. Give it as a Christmas present to yourself. What amazing Christmas present, by the way. Extra content, Kate and I. Um, we were following on Patreon. We were doing 90 Day uh, Fiance, The Single Life. However, that has finished. So we are now doing Love Without Borders on Bravo. And guys, <sighs> I am just going to say it is a ride. Get on to Patreon. Go on to patreon.com. Find Tender Love and Care Podcast. Or go on to our link on our Instagram, Tender Love and Care Podcast. Find Patreon, sign up, and then you will get an extra show every Friday because um, Love Without Borders comes out on a Thursday. We're going to watch it, review it, be out on a Friday for you. Um, That's every week. Plus, 
But wait, there's more. We have on Tuesday an extra show where we are covering 90 Day Fiance Happily Ever After. So you are getting, if you sign up for Patreon, you're getting three shows a week from us. Three shows a week. Outstanding content. So guys, go and check it all out. Um, Kate, anything else you want to say before we draw this to a close? I would just like to say that one of the biggest things you could do for us is spread the word. Just tell someone about the show. That really helps us and rate us five stars. Thank you so much for listening. Happy holidays. Mm-hmm. We are, we have a lot coming up, a lot of fun things. Love Without Borders. If you like 90 Day Fiance, it's similar. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's so very thanks, good. guys. Yeah, thank you so much. I mean, we started this in um we started this in March of this year mm-hmm. and it has Kate and I have been working our asses off on this and we love it and it's just getting bigger and bigger and it is thanks to all of you listening and and following us on Instagram and telling people about it. We really really deeply deeply appreciate it. So, thank you so much if you celebrate with your celebrating Hanukkah right now. Christmas coming up, Kwanzaa coming up after that, whatever it is, or you don't celebrate anything at all. I just hope that you have a wonderful end of the year. And we're going to go, Kate and I have so much shit going on for 2023. Like this (laughs) is going to blow up. So get in now on our Patreon and just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We will see you next week. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.